Greetings everyone and welcome back to Radio Rumi episode 60. This is your host Fatime Keshavarz, professor of Persian and director of Roshan Institute for Persian Studies here at the University of Maryland College Park. I hope you're all well and ready for a conversation on the vitality of listening to all the wise voices that are around us, particularly that of the master Persian poets like Rumi, Saadi, and Hafez, who have made these exchanges so delightful for all of us. Thanking my friends and colleagues who bring these episodes to you, Janelle Brannan and John Mullen at the School of Languages, and our producer, Sogand Seyrafi, and our watercolor artist, Parisa Ziaid Dianati, who actually lives in St. Louis and kindly sends in her watercolor work for these episodes. So without further ado, let us now get into our episode today. Usually, I quote a Rumi verse or start with some inspirational concept that he brought up in one of his conversations with friends and with disciples or some such thing. Tonight, I am going to do something different, which is probably to some extent surprising you until you actually listen to why we are going that route. Tonight, I'm going to start with a quote from a Western thinker who has made his unmistakable mark on Western thought and philosophy indeed, as well as theology. There is a whole philosophical school called process thought or process theology that go back to the thoughts and writings of this amazing thinker who initially actually was a mathematician, Alfred North Whitehead. And here is the quote that almost made me fell off my chair as I read it, and I'm going to tell you in a second why. Here's the quote. Everything, everywhere, is in everything, everywhere, at all times. Okay, we need to read it one more time, at least. You can listen to it as frequently as you like, but I'm going to repeat it once. Everything everywhere is in everything everywhere at all times. And the reason why I was so shocked was because this is exactly what Sufis like Rumi 
and many others have said about existence. Indeed, Zen Buddhists have talked about this eloquently and have called this concept interbeing. I remember very clearly reading in one of Thich Nhat Hanh's descriptions of interbeing, something like this, I'm paraphrasing here. When you look at a tree, you're also looking at rain, sunlight, air, and everything in which the life of that tree has happened. So in that sense, all of them are present in that tree. And we can apply this, of course, to multiple other beings at all levels of complexity, from small animals to bigger creatures to human beings and, of course, to plants and nature as well. Now, the person who lived in the 7th century AD wrote his thoughts and philosophy in Persian and said, almost verbatim, the same thing is Aziz Nasafi, a thinker, actually not a poet. To my knowledge, he didn't write poetry, but he quoted a lot of poetry in his writings. He wrote about existence, wujud, wujud yek noor bishneist, vahamin noorast ke Now you might remember that early on, Many, many months, maybe even years earlier, I have quoted this on another occasion. Again, he says, Wujud yek noor bishnist, bahamin noorast ke jaan aulamast. Existence is but one light, and that light is the life of the whole existence. The world is immersed in this light. Is a limitless light, like a sea without a shore. This light is one. Indeed, all existence is this light. So obviously, when you present all of existence in one light, in everything, everywhere, you are saying very much the same thing that in the 20th century, Alfred North Whitehead said. Now, I have to add that for Nasafi, this light, which is all of the existence, that, that all of the entire cosmos is also God. In other words, the whole existence is immersed in the divine light. Isn't that amazing? And he writes these at a time when the world around him is not, an, is not a comfortable, safe, inviting world. Wars are going on, shortages are going on, and so forth. Now he goes on to say, and I love this particular part of the quote because it takes me where 
I'm hoping to take Radio Rumi episode 60 there tonight. He says, In Nur Yeki Bishnis, the Afrodim Mojudot, the Yekbar Mazahir in Nurad. So this divine light is God, if you like, is one. And all existence are reflections of this light. And then he realizes that this isn't easy to grasp. So he gives us a very tangible example. افراد موجودات به یک بار مظاهر این نورند. هر یک دریچند از ظهور این نور. Single beings are reflections of this light. And in a sense, they are each like a window from which this light shines or through which this light shines. In other words, the characteristics, the descriptions, the qualities of this light come through and spread around through us. The single being, single individuals who are each a window for this light. And then he goes on to say something that is truly revolutionary for his time and even for our times today. He says, In nur avalokher nadarad, va adam rabbei rah nist, darichaha no mishavand o kohne migardand, va be khak miravand o az khak bosniayan. This light has no beginning and no end, and there is no destruction in it, or there's no possibility of destroying it. But the windows are new, then they get old, they break, they fall down, and then new ones come out, and new ones do the job of reflecting that light. And then he tells us his philosophical point, the truly radical social view. افراد موجودات نسبت به این وجود هیچ یک بر دیگر مقدم و هیچ یک از یک دیگر مؤخر نیستند. These individual windows, as us, are simple beings. These are not good or bad. None of them are better than the others. Or rather, none of them are closer to this light. Or superior in catching this light to others. So, in a sense, in this world, all beings are important, are necessary, and are equal in receiving the light. And then he gives us an example again to help us understand this very complicated point. He says, Think of a piece of writing, every letter. Every word counts. In other words, if you take out an and, it could make a sentence as wrong as if you take out a much bigger word. This bright light of existence, which is everywhere and in everything at all times, this reflection of God for Nasafi is shining on all of us equally, or rather shines through all of us equally. 
Now, let's see what kind of a poetic Rumi gives us. امروز چرخ را ز مه ما تحیری است. خوشید را ز غیرت رویش تغیری است. صبح وجود را به جز این آفتاب نیست. بر زر زر وحدت حسنش مقرری Today, the moon, our moon, and the heavens is just a source of bewilderment. Its beauty even puts the sun to shame. All existence, all existence is one morning. This is the sun that begins that morning. And on every particle, that shines in this morning, the light of his beauty, that is the divine beauty, is a muqarrari, a salary, a regular source of life and income and living. So look at this beautiful existence, the rising sun in this morning that brings the light of the divine beauty and shines it on all. Very much. Nasafi, isn't it? But in a poetic way. And then Rumi also realizes that he's just trying to help us understand a very difficult concept. So he says, Amma bedan sabab, gebahar shaw muhar sabu, ashkal no namayad, guikadigari. But because every morning and every evening, or rather every sunrise, and every sundown, things look different. Just as we say in English, they look in a different light. You assume that they are different things. And then he gives another example. He says, your perspective is very, very important. Darto to jang baushat gui Darto to jang nabvat doni If you have fight between two sides of your thoughts, of your feelings, of your decisions. You feel two forces fighting each other. If you're calm, if everything is under control, and you do not feel any conflicts, you see only one feeling. And then he gives us many other examples in other poems. Again, one of his main concerns, that's Rumi's concerns, is for us to see how our vantage points change what we think and how we feel. هر که بالاست مرو را چقم است. هر که آنجاست مرو را چقم که از این سو همه جان است و حیات که از آن سو همه لطف و کرم است. The one whose way up there has no reason to be sad, to feel sorrow. Because there, there is all life. There is all kindness and generosity. He also tells us, without telling us directly, but by mentioning kindness and generosity, he tells us that these are what make a place heaven. خود از آن سو که نه سوی است و نه جا 
قدم اندر قدم اندر قدم ز تو تا قیب هزاران سال است چون روی از ره دل یک قدم است چون روی از ره دل یک قدم است there's almost no side no direction it's just a step after step after step and you feel that you're so far from it but if you go through the road that your heart opens before you. There is only one step there. هر که بالاست مرو را چه غم است هر که آنجاست مرو را چه غم است که از این سو همه جان است و حیات که از آن سو همه لطف و کرم است خود از این سو که نه سوی است و نجا قدم اندر قدم اندر قدم است ز تو تا قیب هزاران سال است چون روی از ره دل یک قدم است one of the most important outcomes of looking at the world not in disconnected pieces of existence in conflicts with each other but rather seeing them as one continuum is that you will feel there are fewer enemies. You will feel there are people, beings that you can connect with, that you can do good things for them and expect them to do the same thing. And then when you begin to think that, like Hafez of Shiraz, you say, درخت دوستی بنشان که کام دل به بار آورد نهال دشمنی برکن که رنج بیشمار آورد شب صحبت قنیمت دان که بعد از روزگار ما بسی گردش کند گردون بسی لیل و نهار آورد بند the seed of friendship of kindness because that is the tree that gives you the fruit of happiness and uproot the weed of animosity because it subjects you because it subjects you to multiple sufferings enjoy this night of togetherness be aware that after us there will be many days and nights and many opportunities for others, but we will not be there anymore. And yet, he's not really thinking solely about himself or he's not suggesting that we should be thinking solely about ourselves. Sometimes he's about or his life or his advice, this is Hafez of Shiraz, is that plant the seed. Even if you're not sure, you will live long enough to see it because it will bear fruits for others. Maaz yaran chashm yari dashtin khud galat budan chama pendashtin ta darakht dosti kay bardahat halia raftim tukhmi says, I expected friends to be true friends. So 
Sometimes I was wrong. I was wrong about what I expected of them. Wonder when the tree of friendship is going to bear its fruit. But I planted my seed and I am leaving it behind. In other words, someone, somewhere in this existence that is all but one and is present in everything, everywhere, somebody will benefit from it. Office is really big on friendship and even on trying to connect, to compromise, to extend a hand of friendship to those who are not true friends in the hope that someday, because of his generosity, they will change. ای صاحب کرامت شکرانه سلامت روزی تفقدی کن درویش بینوا را Oh my generous friend in gratitude for being healthy and happy turn towards the ones who don't have are deprived or darvish and then he goes on to say don't think that You're doing favors to that person. You are, in fact, doing a favor to yourself. Also, yeshadugiti tafsir in doharfaz badustan morovat badushmanan modara. In the two worlds, this world and the one after, is only a commentary to this one sentence. با دوستان مروت با دشمنان مدارا Generosity with friends and consideration of peace with enemies This is actually a proverb now Many young children learn this even in primary school when they practice their calligraphy and write this line down با دوستان مروت با دشمنان مدارا And then, of course, we have many other thinkers who have thought about peace. There's hardly anyone who has said, use force. And it's usually about find ways of thinking about solving your problems without having to resort to force. Sadi actually addresses this to the king. He's talking to this all-powerful ruler. Could actually be angry with what he says, but never mind that. He wants to give the advice because the king has so much control over other people's lives that if he doesn't hear advice, things could go very wrong. Sadi says to this ruler, don't just order people to be killed. You cannot bring them back to life. Sabal bas pish as kushesh band Cannot one set a kush de pay band It's really best. First, put them in jail, look into the matter. Because if you kill them, there is no way to reattach that head to the body. More importantly, Chodavand farman rao yo shukuh ze ougao ye mardom نگردد سطو سر پرغرور از تحمل توهی حرامش بود 
تاج شاهنشاهی one who has power and glory and can command should not get impatient even if people make mistakes a head full of pride and devoid of tolerance does not deserve the crown of a king nagoyam chujangovari poidor here is really very very clear about it all nagoyam chujangovari poidor chu khashmoyadat aql Now telling you to stand your ground and fight as hard as you can, I'm telling you, when anger takes you over, hold on to your rationality. Do not let it leave you because then you can take steps that you would regret later on. Let me read this four lines one more time. Savabas pishas koshesh. بند کرد که نتوان سر کشته پیوند کرد خداوند فرمان و رای و شکوه ز قوقای مردم نگردد ستو سر پر قرور از تحمل توهی حرامش بود تاج شاهنشهی نگویم چو جنگ آوری پایدار چو خشم آویدت عقل بر جایدار And with our very own Rumi, who brings in such beautiful metaphor into this conversation by reminding us that this kind of harmonious existence, it's like playing music together. If you don't play along, if you're not a part of this musical conversation, The whole piece is going to not be music anymore. به موافقت بیابد تن و جان سما اجانی ز رباب و دف و سرنا و ز مطربان در آموز. Together between body and soul gives us the true symphony of life. Learn this. Learn this from the musical instruments. and from the musicians who play together. به میان بیست مطرب چو یکی زند مخالف همه گم کنند ره را چو ستیزه شد قلاب بوز. Twenty musicians, if one plays the wrong note, they will all lose their way. Like a leader, it would lead them astray. Away from the musical art, from the harmony that they were together. تو مگو همه به جنگند تو مگو همه به جنگند و ز صلح من چه آید تو یکی نئی هزاری تو چراغ خود برفروز This is a masterpiece. Truly, not only he talks about how one individual has the entire existence in them, But he tells us in such a way that we cannot think of an excuse for going towards discord, conflict, violence. Don't say everyone is fighting. Don't say everyone is fighting. What is the point in my working towards peace? You're not one. You are a thousand. Light up. 
your own land. And before I read that beautiful poem for you one more time, allow me to do a very brief sum up. Are these poets and thinkers are saying, be nice, be friendly, don't be angry, don't be hateful. Yes, they are saying all of those, but they are actually saying something much deeper. Because after all, all of those human feelings that we may feel have local and immediate causes that make them happen. These poets and philosophers, be it Alfred North Whitehead, Aziz Nasafi, Thich Nhat Hanh, or Rumi, they are saying, think about life, your own life, not as a parallel line with those of others, lines that never come to meet. Think of your life as being a threat in a tapestry of existence that keeps everything in everything and everything connected with everything. Yes, that's abstract, that's difficult to keep in mind every minute of our busy lives, but it's a gem to keep wearing, like a necklace around our necks, like a watch with which we keep time, like a flower that brings freshness and scent to our daily lives. And now back to read that poem of Rumi one more time. The Mawal Fagat Biao Batan Jan Samal Ejalni Zirobal Buddhafusurnal Zemutreban Biamus. Bemyon a beast mutreb cho yeki zanat muhalef hamegumkonan rahrao joseti zeshotralavus. To magu hamebejangad. To magu hamebejangandoze sulhemanchao. تو یکی این ای هزاری تو چراغ خود برافروز. With these wondrous words of Rumi affirming the music, the harmony of being together in the symphony of life, let me leave you until the next episode when we will talk again soon. Goodbye.